Welcome into episode 12 of the 126, bringing you all Forney ISD sports news in 75126. We are excited. We have guests unlike any other guests before. Let's go. Hit it. Reed. Hello, I am Addison McKelvin. To my left is our producer, DJ Reed Kirkwood. And to his left is athletic director, Coach Weaver. What's going on, Coach? Yes, sir. Um, actually, and I got to tell you, um, uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to Coach O. Mm -hmm. Right? She's she's in great shape. Nothing's wrong. She just uh, was having a little medical procedure today. Okay. Everything went great, but she's not here. We're not yeah. going to get to do the Ozone, uh, but but we love her. We miss her, and she'll be back really soon. Yes. Um, so I'm by myself today, but. Uh, Glad to be here. It is National Gosh, Athletic Trainers Month. It the is. month of March is National Athletic Trainers Month. You mentioned this. Guests like no other. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk to athletic trainers from Forney ISD today. Yes, we are. Um, I am looking forward to it. So let's just jump right in. So okay. we're going to start off on the north side of town. We have trainers Holly Abshire and Brittany Cortez with us today. Welcome in. How are y'all doing? Good. Really good. Really good. <laughs> good yeah. and really good. Um, so we were just talking coffee. You brought coffee in here, right? I never, so I never don't have coffee. You never don't have coffee. And you, you have a coffee shop, correct? I do. Yeah. Where is it? Tell us about it. It's in Maybank, 104 East Market Street in Maybank, Texas. Yes. Come out. Uh, we're open seven days a week. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called Doc's Daily Grind. Doc's Daily Grind. After the athletic training life, as I said, we all, well, we all should drink a lot of coffee, but <laughs> not all of us follow the rules. <laughs> She's we looking have, at the Forney High School. Yes, we have Forney High School um, head shaking over there. We were talking about coffee because Doc's Daily Grand actually sources coffee from a coffee company that I used to work for and went to Honduras with. Um, wow. It's, yeah, it's super cool. We got to meet a bunch of coffee farmers. Coffee farmers are extremely hardworking people um, that really, I don't drink coffee, but I know for a lot of people, they are the reason that they can get up and go to work. So. Yeah. They work super hard. So I wonder if they drink a lot of coffee. I don't know, but I drink some coffee. I don't usually like coffee, but I had to. I had to drink like fresh roasted coffee, like on the mountain with the farmer that had it because yes. they offered it to me. I was like, "This is kind of cool. I'm just going to go ahead and do this." And so straight from this mountain in Honduras mm -hmm. to Maybank, Texas, yes. at Doc's Daily Grind. Yes. And actually, I I got to tell myself I I hit the coffee pot pretty regular here at the admin building, and I stopped on my way up. It was empty. But then, sure enough, here comes Doc Abshire. It's hard for me still because Holly worked for us when she was Doc McAdams, right? Mm -hmm. She's gotten married since. Mm -hmm. She's worked for us a couple of times. She's worked for us and then went to another part of the state for a while and then has come back. But um, she brought me a cup of coffee this morning, so I'm fired up. Awesome. Well, let's, let's get to it. We'll start with you, Doc Abshire. Tell us a little about your background. Why did you come back to Forney? Uh, because Forney is the greatest, clearly. Okay. That's what we want to hear. So uh, I, I followed my husband down to South Texas. He said, hey, Holly, I just got an athletic director job down at the, he said, at the border. And I said, oh, of Oklahoma? And he said, no, Mexico. <laughs> and so we went down there and we, we, did, a, we did a good job and we, uh, we just really were ready to come home and see our family again. Mm -hmm. And so we moved back and as soon as that phone rang and said, hey, there's a job open in Forney again, I said, yes, please. So I just really love Forney. I love like what we've done here and what we've been able to build and the relationships I've created over the years, and uh, so I'm happy to be home. Awesome. 
So let's hear from, from our other esteemed guest, Brittany. <laughs> Tell us a little about your background. Um, I was a student here in Forney. I went to both Forney High and North Forney. I graduated from North Forney in 2015. So Nice. Yeah. So you're at home too. Yep. We love that. We have a lot of that here, don't we? Brittany, we do, yeah. yeah. Right. It's a, well, and we, we hit, somehow we hit this in some way almost every week. Mm -hmm. we, we come back to Forney family, and um, you heard Mrs. Jones talk about that last week from an outside perspective. Well, we hit on it a lot from an inside perspective. Right. And that um, was two weeks ago, so we're late on this, but point, wishing everybody right. happy spring break. Yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah. Coming back cool. from spring break. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of hard to get back into it the swing of things. It is hard to get back into, into the swing of things. But, Brittany, you, 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 did you just miss, would have been Doc Abshire then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. She, so you graduated right before she came in, probably, yep. as head trainer mm -hmm. at North Forney. Um, and then did a great job. Uh, obviously, we were just as excited as she seems to be to be back. Mm -hmm. um, we were certainly that excited to get her back in our system. She did great things at North Forney before. She uh, and as a matter of fact, Doc, when she before you were Doc Abshire, when you were Doc McAdams, people still call me Doc Mac. You actually started. I see Richard English over there sitting in the green room, waiting his turn to come on next. You started with Richard at Forney High, didn't you? I did. So you were at both schools. Yep, I've been at both on both sides of the town and. I like both sides. I love both sides. They're, we're all one, especially in this. That's like the cool thing about all of us is that we all mm -hmm. kind of just share the load and we all help each other out. We're not, we're not like, oh, well, we're the north side. Like we just, like we definitely like. Right. So y'all, y'all don't go to each other and we're like, our players are healthier than y'all's. Like, <laughs> you don't like compete okay. in that. No, we, we compete all the time. But I mean, it's still nice, friendly yeah. competition, but yes. Um, so, for for those out there who don't know that much about what a trainer does, walk us through kind of just a day in the life. What does a trainer do? Oh God, I think that's a loaded question. I'm going to keep. No, nope. <laughs> I thought you were going to. I, I, I really, I'm really sarcastic by nature, but okay. I really, I practiced on the way here to not be sarcastic. Good. So, no, I'm just kidding. So we, uh, the difference between like an athletic trainer and a coach is like our whole schedule isn't really our schedule. It our schedule is everybody else's schedule. Hmm. So like. A coach can schedule this and be thinking about his team and what's best for his team, but this coach is going to schedule what's best for his team. But both those teams affect our day. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? And so where one coach starts at 6 a.m., another coach could finish at 7 p.m. because that's what works with his schedule and his team. And so that would be what, I mean, like a day in the life of an athletic trainer is be flexible, be adaptable. Does that make sense? So. But you're, you get that big off-season, though. Uh, right? Oh, no, you don't have an off-season as an athlete. I was trying to figure out when, uh, like, if you got a new calendar, I'd like it. Uh, just send it, just fax it to me. But you do get spring break and winter break and Christmas break and Thanksgiving oh. break. Oh, what about summer? You don't get that either, do you? I hear no, there is guys, summer. I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, you've seen it from the inside of a weight room right. and, a, and a training facility. They, I, I've got to say this, as an athletic director, um, I don't know if you could find a position almost in any field, but, but certainly within ours in education and particularly in athletics, that works more hours, more days out of the year and in a more diverse group of settings, mm -hmm. you know, because they're in every part of the building, they're in, they're in every field, they're in every gym, they're with every group of kids, boys and girls, young and old, um, novice and veteran, they're working with every coach, they're working with nutrition. They're working with the school nurse uh, in, in the, the health services department. They're working obviously closely with us in athletics, with their principals, with their administrators. There's, I'm just, 
I'm scratching the surface. Mm -hmm. um, train really is a unique. She talks about them getting along and working within their sphere. There's just four of them, but and they really must work together because there's there's such a they work with doctors, local doctors, area doctors, um, hospitals in the area, rehabilitation centers, which which their training room I think they could get into this is sort of a rehabilitation center of its own. Um, they keep all the records on all of our student athletes from. Uh, from physicals and, 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 you know, those things all the way through permission forms and uh, parent releases and travel documents. They I'm manage our weather. I, mean, I could go on and on. Really, I'm it's unbelievable. Just like, and that's oh why gosh. I started a coffee shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. She needed even more to do somehow. Well, and concussions and concussion protocol uh -huh. is a really big part of, and I, I don't want to downplay any part of what they do, um, but that's a, a very a important one. part. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And, um, you know, people have that conception sometimes, or, or preconception maybe, uh, that we have, we see athletic concussions in football, maybe exclusively, you know, but nowhere else. But really, it's 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 just as common, mm -hmm. truly, for us to see concussions in other sports. Soccer is a very common place, but in any contact sports, mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes in non-contact sports, sometimes in cheerleading, in band, we've had concussions. But um, so, our athletic trainer's ability to 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 manage a student's symptoms um, we have and we could go into all this right we could go all day on um, impact testing and baseline testing and and how we how you assess a kid uh, when that when that kid has a suspected concussion and the return to play protocols that we mm -hmm. go through that our trainers manage that whole system from start to finish and work with a, a student's doctor in some cases um, to, to bring a kid safely back to participation if a concussion is suspected or if a concussion is diagnosed where where and that would be where a student goes to his or her medical doctor and the doctor diagnoses it right and he or she comes back but anyway there's a very prescribed set of and, uh, of operational standards to come back and be mm -hmm. able to be safe to play and again. i know that a lot of that has changed in recent years how yes. much have y'all seen that change since y'all kind of started doing this because concussions have kind of been a hot topic for a, for a little while now, but not that long in terms of sports. Well, I definitely think that the next two guests can speak a lot better about, like, especially mm -hmm. the ev evolution of concussions. You know, we, like, I've only, this is my 10th year being a mm -hmm. professional athletic trainer, and, like, but they have, not saying you're old, guys, I'm not, like, you have a lot of experience, but they've also been on the front line of all of that change, mm -hmm. you know, and so... Um, where it's changed drastically in 10 years. And when I was an athlete, it's changed, like, mm -hmm. especially since then. Like, but, um, and you played soccer for North Forney and Forney yeah. High. How much do you think it's changed? Um, hugely, because, like, now we have, like, uh, header rules and stuff like that, where when I was a kid, we did not have any kind of header rules. Mm. So yeah, even now, good point. it's... Yeah, even our sports rules have mm -hmm. changed yeah. to, to protect kids from yeah. concussions. We've definitely seen that. I mean, soccer is a good example, but I think most people would definitely know the changes that have occurred in football, Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. from top to bottom. I would say the biggest changes is that, like, UIL and just coaches in general have done a much better job, like, finding ways to protect athletes, like, from how we tackle in football to the equipment that we use. It's just, it's drastically different like mm -hmm. you know for a long time you had those slogans like when in doubt sit him out we that was going around but like people weren't saying like we're going to change the game to be safer yeah and like now like co football coaches are pretty hard-headed and I say that because I'm a football coach's daughter and married to one they're mm -hmm. hard-headed but at the same time they they know like I can keep my kid in the game longer and we're doing things more efficiently if we are safer. And they're trained. They're, that's the one thing that's very Rugby different too tackling. is UIL requires training now. Right. 
all of our coaches go through training, as you guys do, and you guys probably could teach the training. Um, but uh, but it, there's a lot more awareness, and there's also a lot more uh, specific program and steps that everybody is on the same page with to protect kids and then bring them back safely to participation. That's And, again, we're just talking about concussions. Just I mean, concussions, there's so, yeah. There's, there's a million things. Yeah, there's a million things with, with sports medicine and with these, these athletic trainers that they manage uh, as far as athlete safety and COVID. They've been a huge part of our COVID mitigation throughout this whole pandemic. Um, you know, um, there's just we, – we, we wouldn't have time in this podcast mm-hmm. to go through it all, but it's really remarkable the job they do on campus. Yeah, and it's – I mean, but it's easy, though, because you have a huge team, right, to just to just spread it out. Y'all have so many trainers to send all these sports. <laughs> uh, so it's funny you ask. We actually are doing some number crunching right now, and so mm-hmm. on the north side alone we have 1,388 athletes. I was about to ask that you that. Oh, my 1,388. Gosh. Yeah, 1,388. Yes. 1, Students. It's a great problem to have. And uh, so, yes, we have growing numbers. We have growing whatever, and it's the two of us. So that's a ratio of two to 1,300. But you've also got a great student trainer program. And I, and I think we've got – well, Brittany's an example of a, of a kid, uh, one of our graduates has come back. But you've got – when we've got a student trainer, going to be, in, be on here from 40 High in just a few moments. But we've seen some really great kids come through our student training program and then go on to the collegiate level too, haven't we? Yes, we have uh, – right now we have about 21 on the north side student trainers. And 20, I have oh, – wow. We have several that are about to graduate with their masters, and it's really wow. exciting. You know, like Richard can talk on that because they're really his graduates. But um, we have, uh, like, we have several students who go on to be orthos. Several that are definitely all a lot of them are going to nursing or dental. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had anywhere from like PT kids to, um, I mean, a lot of them are like at A and M to be in sports medicine and things like that. So it just really like it doesn't just open a door to sports medicine. It really just opens mm-hmm. the door to medical. And I think people kind of forget that sports medicine is kind of one of those pathways. Right. So. And what a great uh, work ethic they develop to, to prepare them oh, for, for sure. that collegiate level and beyond. For yeah. Sure. Like, they, I mean, our student trainers probably put in, especially during football season, they put in probably 40 hours a week for free. They don't get paid, and, yeah. just, and they don't get the glory of the win or the trophy. They just they put in a ton of work for nothing. and. We try to make it fun. It's yeah. not for nothing. It's not for nothing. It's for yeah. the, yeah, they, they really have It's not for praise. Yeah. It's not for the praise, praise yeah. which we, I mean, just thinking back of, of my days of playing like high school basketball, we loved our, our trainers, our student trainers and yeah. stuff. They were with us everywhere and they are, you know, maybe not on the outset for people watching the games, but they're as much a part of the team as, as anybody. Yeah. Um, especially by the end of the year, if you have a couple injuries and stuff, people really start to start to galvanize those relationships with the trainers. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're going to move on to the fun part of y'all's, of y'all's time with us, and that is our featured game for today, Would You Rather. And that's our sound effect from the lightning round game that we played, and we forgot to put one in today, but Reed's on his toes, so he wanted to give us some sound effect. Reed, you, you weren't working on this all spring break? <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> No, Reed was too busy. Really. I thought you were getting sound you know, effects. Dealing right? pasta uh Olive Garden. Our, Olive Garden. That's oh, right. you're still saving that tour of Italy for me, aren't you? Yes, I'm yeah. coming. Um, so we have some Would You Rather questions. You have to pick one of them as as the rules state of Would You Rather. Um, so our first one is. Um, Wait, question. How yes. does this work? Do one you're, of us feed? You're both going to answer. Okay. And but, you could pick the same one. That's okay. Okay. Um, every time you sneeze, your eyes pop out of your head, and they don't grow back for 30 minutes. It doesn't hurt. They just 
pop right out of your head, and they don't go back for 30 minutes. Or every time you laugh, you don't remember who you are for five minutes. <laughs> oh, the second option. The second one? Yeah, yeah you for just, sure. Like, you would just... You would just just for completely forget who you are yeah. every time you laugh. I mean, I have short-term memory loss anyways. So. Okay. <laughs> um, my eyes are watering now because you said all that. And, oh, it's uh, freaking you out a little bit? Yeah, I don't really like eyes, but, um, like, yeah, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I basically do that. Every time I laugh, I forget everything. And so, like, it's just a, like, it's like that day where you live over and over, but that's, like, minute to minute for me, so. Yeah. Okay, this one's not as weird. Would you rather fight a silverback gorilla or a grizzly bear? Fight? Did you say fight? fight. Wow. Well, gorilla for me. Gorilla for sure. Mm. We got some thinking. We need the Jeopardy music or whatever I it guess, is. I guess I'll just I'll just go with gorilla because I think I could take them both on. Like I think I really <laughs> could fight both. Yeah, of both them. at the same time for you, for sure. <laughs> I got it. No chance. <laughs> I could win. It's all right. You don't have to be honest to be an athletic trainer. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which one are you picking, Coach? <laughs> I'm going to go with grizzly bear because it's North Me American too. animal, and so I've had a little more familiarity with it. I don't know if you know I've seen them with. I'm not picking the grizzly, the, the or I mean the gorilla. There's no way yeah, because I, the gorilla is going to kill you just by beating you to death. Yeah, the gor- the <clears throat> bear I think would kill me faster. Which bear? That's the only <laughs> thing I'm taking because I'm not going to beat either one. I, I don't Silver know. Silverbacks terrifying. I really don't ever want to play this game again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have one more for y'all, then we're going to move on to the south side of town. Would you rather every morning Hulk Hogan screams at you until you get up, or every night Christopher Walken talks to you until you fall asleep? Christopher Walken. You want, you like Christopher Walken? Yes. He's just going to talk to you about total nonsense. Love it. I love it. And you have to fall asleep, yes, too. Yes, okay. absolutely. Okay, over here. Okay, and I feel sure. like I do wake up to Hulk Hogan every day. So. <laughs> yeah. Coach's wife. Yeah, Co- like Coach Hogan, like, get up, you're late. And no, I was kidding. But, um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I'm going to pick Hulk Hogan. I think it would get my I, th- my I think juice so, too. Floating. I think that it would get old sometimes, you know, on a Saturday. I don't want to hear it, but I think it would be helpful. You would never oversleep your alarm. You wouldn't because mm-hmm. it's Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. but if uh, you could, with Christopher Walken, you could just roll over and go to sleep. I mean, if it's I if can't. It's I'm, I can't sleep if somebody's talking to me. Oh, yeah. Especially Christopher Walken. I'm pretty sure I could. I want to wake up to, hey, brother, every morning. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's all the time that we have. We're going to move on to the south side of town. Thank you both for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. We appreciate it. So coming up next, we have Doc English and Doc Bowden from Forney, as well as student trainer Alexis Newman. So we're going to play musical chairs here and get everybody on the mics. So let's get it going. Yes, round of applause. So, um, not the old trainers, right? As as Doc well, Abshire said, we're old. They're pretty just, old uh, trainers. The, the I was experienced with OLD disease. I yeah. mean, it, it, it's official. It's We've official. crossed Highway 80. It's interesting. I got to throw this out there that mm-hmm. although Holly worked with Doc English at Forney High uh, years ago, and I, I can let them get into this, but of course Doc Bowden was a head trainer for many years in a in a. Uh, an outstanding close by school. Well, it's Walks Hatchie. We know a lot of folks over there mm-hmm. who still love Coach Doc Bowden. Doc English has been here for how many years, Doc? Uh, we're looking at 19 now. 19 years. Um, anyway, there's, and so we've got two, people say, you know, we've got two female trainers on one side, two male trainers at the other. Uh, they all work with all of our kids and all of our teams and um, such, a, such a good dynamic with them. It's also cool that we're bringing a student trainer on. I mentioned mm-hmm. that a while ago, but student training is such a big part of what we do. So this should be a good conversation as well. Yes. Welcome in. Hey, Lex, how's it going? 
Good. How are you? I am doing great. <laughs> I'm excited to have you all on here. So we're going to talk to you first. Okay? okay. What do you think is your favorite part of being a part of this? Just hanging out with all the athletes. Like, I mean, I know like looking at different injuries is kind of cool sometimes, but like hanging out with our athletes, like, cause we're just like the best. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, that's awesome. So now I need to hear y'all's background. We don't have that much time, so don't tell us everything. You said that you've been here 19 years, but tell us a little bit about how you got to Forney. What did you do before that? The uh, We're looking at, we're, we're almost pushed through two decades here mm-hmm. in Forney, and I've been in two other school districts as well. I started off in Denton at Denton Run. Okay. And spent a few years there, spent a few years in Kaufman, and then from there I came to Forney. And... It was a privilege. It was a luxury. I got to move in and start building the athletic complex from the ground up, moving all the heavy weights from one building to another. <laughs> and then I finally asked my boss, I said, am I ever going to get a contract? <laughs> and he said, well, I guess we've initiated you. So, <laughs> sure. <laughs> there you go. That's one way to get it. So and he's been lift, heavy lifting ever since. <laughs> ever since. Hey, I got to say this too. Before we have a lot of Aggies on this podcast, just by, not not by design, uh, but we seem to have yeah, Aggie, Aggies come through here regularly, pretty regularly. Oh, Doc English, however, you're you're a you're a tea sipper, are you not? I, I am definitely a Longhorn. Yes, I am. Hey, you were at, in sports I medicine. I won't take it personal that we have. A, I'm surrounded and so forth, but I am a Longhorn. <laughs> he was in your sports medicine department there as well, weren't you? I at am. UT. The, uh, I had the luxury of, I actually got initiated into the sports medicine program when I was in high school as well. Yeah. And it took me into the sports medicine athletic training program at UT, which is one of the ways that I paid for my schooling and ended up with my career focus that I, I moved forward into. The um, long story short, it's, it's a servant's heart field. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to serve. I wanted to help people, and this was uh, a way that I could see that I could do so. Yeah. And I've been blessed with uh, having a number of students that have done the same thing. You already spoke with Brittany Cortez. She was one of my students at one time, and Alexis Newman here is a student. In fact, is I've had quite a few students go off to college doing the same thing, getting into the athletic training program getting their education. And I think I've had, if I can count it up right, I'm getting close to half a dozen that have actually finished an athletic training program to become actual professional athletic trainers through the years. That's cool. Alexis, I was going to, you play basketball as well, right? I do. I've seen you play basketball, and, and but I've also seen you out being a, athletic trainer right on the sports medicine in the sports medicine field so you can do both you, you for, can do both and, and i've seen and, and it's common fairly common i think to do both or at least it's not uncommon but it, is it true that like holly said you're working 40 hour weeks is it true that you you probably put as much time in during a season being a an athletic trainer student trainer as you do being a student athlete oh of course uh during football season we get there 30 minutes before the athletes come in, and we definitely stay 30 minutes after they all leave. Yeah. So it's about the same as being a part of the team because you are a part of the team. Yeah, right. So you're you're really playing – you're <laughs> involved in sports all the time, probably as a student athletic trainer, almost 12 months a year mm-hmm. in addition to playing sports during your three- or four-month season. So that's, that's a neat dynamic. So, Doc, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think for a while students were your – your only help at Forney High School, right? You were the only doc for a while? Definitely. The uh, 
But whenever I first came to Forney, the fact is I got to start the program from scratch, build it up. Student trainers, they, they were my eyes, my ears, my extra mm-hmm. hands. That they, they were taking care of anything and everything out there and reinforcing everything that I could try to do because I can't be everywhere at one time. Mm-hmm. It's just physically impossible. I've tried, but I just can't do it. <laughs> I, I got to throw this in, too, because if I recall correctly, when, when uh, we started having sports medicine classes, and I'm talking about the classroom part of it, not the, not the uh, actual work on the field or at the game or in the training room, but in the class, that was 2002, okay? Uh, so almost 20 years ago. But I think you had something to do with writing part of that. Can, can you, how did that process come about? That was one of the things that really brought me to Forney was the opportunity not just to start a program from scratch, which I've already done at another school district, but the opportunity to actually create a curriculum, get approved by the state of Texas, by the TEA, as a curriculum that furnishes the elective and graduation credits to the students. And we're still using that curriculum. Mm-hmm. The, the state compiled everyone's programs, put it together, and it's still following the same guidelines all the way through. So let me make sure I'm clear about this, because this is the way I understand it is. You actually had a hand in writing the original curriculum that's still used by schools all across the state of Texas in the sports medicine classroom. Yes. And you started that here in Forney. And it was a privilege to do so. That's pretty cool. So. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, so... You're not alone now. Like I said, for a while, I actually think that we brought in a second trainer sometime when I was in high school, because I remember whenever people started referring to you as Doc English, and I was like, I thought his name was just Doc. <laughs> so that's because that's how everybody just knew you. Was just that's Doc. Yeah. So so we are gonna go to your partner in in crime now, Doc Bowden. How's it going? Oh, it's going well. It's going well. Welcome to the show. Um, how long have you been with Forney? This is my fourth year. Fourth year. But um, overall. Overall, Doc Bowden, yeah. maybe our most experienced athletic yeah. trainer. He's, he's, he's we talked about the yeah. silverback gorilla. He's yeah. giving us the, yeah. you know, he's showing us his muscles on that. So tell us about your background. Well, something you don't know is Doc English and I grew up in the same town. We just grew up on opposite sides. Okay. Um, so I went to TCU after I graduated from North Mesquite. Was fortunate enough to get a job in Waxhatchee as the head trainer. Was there 22 years, and then I received this phone call in May, and it's Doc English. And I, I knew him from some some battles we had had against Forney. He goes, why don't you just come up and interview? I said, okay. So we did, kind of worked it out. He brought me here. Let's go. There you go. Um, so tell us, uh, and, and either of y'all could answer this, what education is required to, to get into this field? The athletic training profession it's changed over the years, and the way that it's set up now, I bet Brittany would be the absolute best one to describe this because she's the most recent graduate that we've got in this room. But it's a curriculum-based program where you're going to go through a four- to five-year program, which is either going to get you to your bachelor's or master's degree. depends on the school that you're enrolled in. Mm-hmm. For example, we've got a student that is just, just now coming out of Abilene Christian University with her with her bachelor's degree, and she's finishing up in order to get her athletic training license. And we've got another student that is coming from Texas A&M University, mm-hmm. and he's coming out with his master's degree. Uh, and the fact is, he's already passed his test, and he's just waiting to graduate and, and go to work as an athletic trainer as well. 
The, these are students that get graduated from our programs. Is yes, that what you're saying? These are students that we we have actually graduated out of Pawnee High School, and it is a full-fledged curriculum program out there that the university puts together so you actually major in athletic training, get the degree in it, mm -hmm. and move forward through those requirements. And then there's a state licensing process, and a there's also a national certification process. And the, I will have to admit, the taking the test can be a little nerve-wracking because they're definitely designed to make you think, no matter what your experience background is. Yeah. Um, what kind of trainings are uh, do you have to do you know, through your career? Because I would imagine as we advance, things don't say the same. You're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to get some, some job training. Yeah, right? yeah. you bet. The, they definitely require that we maintain a continuing education process. The, the basic limits of it is 50 hours of, of continuing education in order to renew your certification or your license every cycle through, through before the expiration of it. But the fact is the training is going to include a there's a series of things, for example, CPR, first aid education for the healthcare professional, that has to be maintained. Uh, concussion training, that's going to have to be maintained, which I know y'all went through quite a bit of concussion talk already. And then there's a number of other courses out there where we go through educations on modalities, rehabilitation, injury evaluations. Uh, Various doctors and other healthcare professionals will come in and share their expertise on new surgery techniques and the rehab processes involved. And uh, sometimes we even get in on some of the cadaver dissections and, and evaluations in order mm -hmm. to get hands on and actually see, the, again, the way the body is made and the way that it's designed because the body is very, very unique mm -hmm. in the way that it functions and the way that it recovers from different stress loads. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a heavy uh, responsibility. It's, it's also a, um, a heavy knowledge base that these guys and, and ladies have to have to perform this job. And in addition to the hours and, the, and, and all the other facets of mm -hmm. being an athletic trainer, I think the National Athletic Trainers Association is, um, you know, they, um, it's a great website that you can go to. I actually learned things about being an athletic trainer and, and what to expect from our athletic trainers and um, to see their job and, and know their job from an athletic director's perspective. Mm -hmm. It's a great website to go to, but um, I know you guys have been declared frontline workers. You know, they're out there uh, dealing with all kinds of medical issues. And um, as I said, they've been integral in our, uh, sorry, that's my phone. It goes off pretty regularly. But they um, have been a really important part of putting together our COVID mitigation plan for Forney ISD. Um, for, for all of our athletic programs and, and throughout the, uh, th this whole pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, didn't, did not something they asked for, but, you know, just like the, the weather monitoring is not something they asked for. That's not something you right. learn at, in, in your collegiate program. But um, it's another one of those student safety measures that our athletic trainers take on. And, um, man, it's just we're so appreciative, pr are. appreciative to have their experience and their energy and their knowledge in this school district because they do so much that's not seen on the scoreboard, mm -hmm. may not be seen on the courts so, so much as usually on the sideline, but really important part of what we do in yes. 40 ISD. Well, the fact is the healthcare profession and as a healthcare professional, it's not just a rigid program and a, and a set of di directions and definitions. It's a living program. It grows with the stresses. It grows with the adversities that 
uh, our people deal and face. And every, for example, an injury, every injury is unique. And therefore, you handle it slightly differently based on that individual. Yeah. Well, we really appreciate it. And on a personal note, I appreciate it. I had terrible knees my freshman year, so I was in there getting my knees taped up all the time. Um, And I found every excuse I could to go sit in the cold whirlpool. (laughs) I love that thing. Um, So we're going to move on to our game, which is, again, Would You Rather. Coach Weaver's excited about it, I know. Uh, So I'm scared. You're scared. As you should be, Doc. (laughs) Don't worry. They're weirder than the other ones. so does Alexis get to play this? Yes. No, I'm interested in Alexis's answers. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip around my list here, Reed. So just stay with me. Um, first one: Would you rather have a different accent every day? Can't control it. You have a really thick accent every day, or you wake up with a completely different hairstyle every day, and also completely random. You have no control over it. <laughs> I I think I'm gonna answer this one. I would love to have a different hairstyle every day because I'm starting to lose mine. There you go. <laughs> so one night, one day you could just have super long flowing locks, and the next day you could be totally bald. I would definitely go with a different accent every other day because yeah. I feel like I already wake up with a different hairstyle every other yeah. day. <laughs> okay, what do we got? Hairstyle definitely because um, I'm a little old, so I'm like Doc. Not a whole lot of hair here, but it'd be kind of cool to sport something new every day yeah i think a lot of that does um determine you know it's determined by where you are in your life because we were talking about that and i was like you know the hairstyle doesn't seem that crazy to me but then again i'm married i have kids like or i have a kid i'm not trying to go because i i would think that that would be very panic you know if you ask somebody on a date next day you wake up and you have some very strange hairstyle. You're be like, dang it, what am I going to do about this? The accent would also be hard to explain, yeah. but it might go in your favor. Um, so, would you rather every time you get out of the shower, a little man throws a handful of glitter in your face, or every time you step out of your car, you step in a fresh cow patty? Every wow. time you step out of your car. And you can't dodge it. You, if you, you don't even see it, but when your foot touches the ground, it's there. <laughs> I, I so many of these hit on my, I hate to say this, but. I don't want a, a little man being standing outside my shower when I get out of the shower to throw something. I've already I, got I'm that. picturing the guy. That. That, that's <laughs> already, that already happens every day with me. I'm picturing the little guy from the Dr. Pepper commercials, a little sweet. That's who I'm picturing yeah. doing it. It's I, little I, sweet. I, this could happen to me any day. The cow patty thing, any day. Just depends on where I park. Yeah, but, but you, you can see where I live. It. You can't avoid it. Well. Doesn't yeah, matter where you, you are, just, you can be downtown you know, Dallas. That's why you wear boots with the, <laughs> come up tall on, there you your, go. on your calf. I think I'm gonna have to go with glitter. I just might as well I, shine all day oh, long. I hate you, glitter so much; it gets everywhere. I think I, I think I'm going with the cow patty. And it's outside. With the cow it's patty. outside my house. I can take my shoes off when I walk in. Yep. Just deal with it. Yeah. I'll take the glitter because, especially if it's Hulk Hogan that's throwing. The <laughs> there you go. I have to go with the cow patty. I there can't stand glitter. Okay. Um, Man, if you've had to clean up a gym floor after a pep rally, oh, you don't like glitter. No. I don't know if the student trainers ever have to do that. I know as a former coach, I had to do that sometimes. The glitter can be tough because okay. the, the cow patty. It never disappears. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I've got one more for, for y'all. <laughs> and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, would you rather a rude elderly woman follow you everywhere you go and critique the things that you do? Or like Brittany? Uh, Brit- I follow Brittany. <laughs> yeah, like Doc Abshire does, just Brittany. A, you know, just a sour old lady that's just like, you're not doing that right. <laughs> All the Sorry, time. Sorry, Brittany. Or constantly have a bug on you that you can never find. 
Old lady. Mm. The old lady? He was the old lady? Dogs. <laughs> I old, think, old lady. I think I can live with the little old lady. That's not a problem. I mean, I think I would I kill don't, her. I, don't I would hear go much crazy. anyways. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Put some headphones on. Just, you know, enjoy it. Yeah. What would you think? <laughs> Gee whiz. Retrievers um, having trouble with these. I'm, I am having trouble with these. You're, you're, the point you're, is that they're both bad. I, I want bra- you to pick as two As we play ones. this game, I have brain cells that are <laughs> actively dying. I would say uh, I'm going to go with the old lady because, okay. um, not that I have a problem with bugs, yeah. but if, if, if I can't control it and I don't know where it is, that, that loss of control is going to bother me a lot. Sleeping would be hard. Yeah, that's a. That's, but then again, the old lady might issue. critique the way that you're trying to go to sleep. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Let's say you've already described the fact that you can't go to sleep when someone's talking to you. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't. Oh, that was hard. I'm trouble. not even going to answer that one. I want y'all to answer it. Um, so that is all we have for the first ever edition of Would You Rather. You on surprised the even me, Addison, with this game. Well, uh, I didn't I see it coming. Say, uh, uh, I'm proud that, you know, Doc talked about helping write the curriculum. Yeah. We here on the 126 use only original Would You Rather questions. We did not look these up. We didn't Google them. We, we simply sat there. That's and what made Reed was working on over spring yes, break. Yes. It was. So, Good job, Reed. What's spring break? Well, yeah. Doc, don't know that. Back around. So, that is all we have for today. Thank you all for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, good luck with everything you're doing. Don't work too hard. And, um, yeah, we'll see you around. She rolled her eyes at you on that one. Yeah. Um, So, next up, as always, we have Around Town with Reed Kirkwood. Let's go. Hey, Addison, I know you're about to go into uh, uh, Reed's Around Town here, and he's got some good stuff to go over. But I I wanted to throw this out. I know I talked about Alexis, who was our student trainer that was on just a moment ago. Mm -hmm. She's... um, a basketball player. I've, I've seen her play a bunch of basketball games. I've seen her on the sideline in football. She's also a trackster, and in addition to that, she's also in the band. Wow. So, the you know you you we look at the hours and go, wow, how can they possibly do all that? But mm-hmm. these kids are man, and she's a great academic student too. You right. know? So they're they're managing a lot, and what a great way to prepare them mm-hmm. for college life, and then or for whatever endeavor they pursue yeah. beyond high school. Maybe it's go right into the workforce. Um, you boy, see kids they, that do that much stuff, and you're like. You're going to be fine, oh, right? Yeah. Like we, we've goodness. mentioned on here, there are a lot of kids that spend way too much time on their phone, you know, aren't mm-hmm. doing as much as they should. There are, there are those kids out there that are working super hard. You bet. Yeah, she's a great example of that. Reed is too. Yes, Thanks. he is. <laughs> so well, let's go, Reed. Take us in around town. Yes, the best segment on the 126. Wow. I said it once, I'll say it again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll go with that, especially after the game today. I'm, I don't I'm know really why you're hating <laughs> on the game so much. I thought the game was great. Reed, what did you think of the game? It was a really good game. There I liked go. it. Thank right. you. Appreciate it. Was, it. it if Reed twist. likes it, it's all good. And that's all good, yeah. So we'll start on the north side since we did that today. So soccer, the boys uh, boys varsity soccer is 6-3-3 three and three in district play. They beat Royce City 4-1, to one, and they played Greenville on the 19th. Is that today? I think it's Friday. Friday? Friday. Yeah, actually, yeah. our two soccer teams play one another today. Forney versus yes. North Forney tonight. Yes, girls, girls and boys. And it's one plays at boys one plays senior one night, play. I believe, for for Forney. I don't yeah. know about good North. stuff oh, because. Yep. And I, I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, no, but I got to throw this out there because three of our four soccer teams have already clinched playoff berths. One and the fourth one that hasn't clinched yet is still mm-hmm. in the hunt. We talk about this mathematically; they still could. Mm-hmm. This is the final week of season going into playoffs. Back to you, Reed. <laughs> and so for North Forney baseball, they play the first district game against Royce City on three sixteen, and then softball is one and one in district play, and they beat Poteet seventeen to thirteen. And they play Forney 
on the 16th. Some, some That's runs. a lot of base running. Yes, it is. <laughs> Looks like a, a football score. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Let's go Southside. Yep. So the boys are 6-4-2 and two in district play, and they won against Terrell 1-0. And, and the girls are 10-2 in district play, and then they won against Terrell 12 to nothing. Yes, they did. I was at that game. We've talked about yeah. those those uh, girls soccer players at Pointy High. You talking about soccer or softball? Which soccer. one? Soccer. Soccer. Yeah. They're, it's they're, not they're, for they're them to score ten good. goals. For I, I, I haven't seen North Forney play because I yeah. I have to do the scoreboard at Citibank. But for for Forney high school girls in the two years that I've covered them, for them to score ten goals is not that rare. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> Isn't insane. That crazy? But yeah, yeah that's, that's like a hundred points in basketball. Yeah. Like scoring hundred. Oh they yeah. do it all the time. They yeah. do it pretty often. Yeah. Yeah. So for baseball, they play the first district game against West Mesquite on the 19th. And for softball, they are 2 0 in district and they beat Highland Park 21 to nothing. There's a lot more base running for you. Yes, there is. Yep. These high then, scores coming out of Forney are just yes. insane. And they play North on the 16th. That'll be a well. good one. Yeah, yep. that will be a good one. So that's what's going on around town. That is it for episode 12. Uh, thanks for joining.